Welcome back to our study in God's Word. We're talking about making choices that make a difference, that help us grow, be like Christ. And we've been talking about being transformed, choosing to be transformed, choosing each day to let the Holy Spirit transform us more and more into the likeness of Christ. And we said there are two things that Paul says we have to do if that's going to happen. We've got to quit conforming to the world, quit going along with the world, quit living like the world, quit being like everybody in this world and start being the person God wants us to be. And the second thing he says is be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Remember that transformed has the idea of being changed from the inside out. And the only way to prevent the outward shape of our lives from being fashioned by the, the things that are outside, people, things, this world, is only if we have Jesus on the inside and we ask him to renew our minds. You see, our mind is the battleground. That's where it all takes place. Our thinking has to be changed if we're going to be changed. We have to look at life from a different angle. We have to see things from God's point of view if we're going to be the person that's transformed on a regular basis. So he says we have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. When you receive Christ, that renewal process begins. God wants to reprogram your mind. He wants to have a renewing of, of complete renovation of your mind. And even after we are believers, that doesn't mean that God does not need to continue to renovate and renew our minds. He will do that, and he must do that if we're going to be renewed, if we're going to be changed. The agent by which he does that is his Holy Spirit. He is the one who is doing the renewing. He begins at our salvation and keeps on until Jesus comes. He lives within us to renew us, to bring renovation to our minds daily. The world wants to change our minds so that it exerts pressure from without to do that. But the Holy Spirit wants to change our mind, and so he's releasing power from within to do that. If the world controls your thinking, you're a conformer. If God controls your thinking from the inside, you're a transformer. Now, the primary instrument God uses along with his Holy Spirit is the written word of God. The word of God, the Bible, is a marvelous tool to cleanse us daily and renew our minds. You get your mind renewed through Bible study. As you read the Bible, open up the word, let God speak to you. This morning, my wife and I read from God's word. We read some from the Psalm. We read some from the book of Matthew. We're reading those two books right now. We read some each day from Psalms, some each day from Matthew. And as we read those words from day to day, God speaks. God speaks to our heart. God gives us instruction about our lives. You see, the basic principle here is that we're talking about is the principle of replacement. None of us can overcome evil by simply renouncing it. We can say, I'm not going to do that anymore. I've done that. You've done that thousands of times. We say, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to act that way anymore. I'm not going to think that way anymore. But in 30 minutes, you find yourself acting that way or thinking that way again. You can't, you can't overcome evil by just renouncing it. You have to substitute something from God, the right, the good, the things of God in the place of it. Sinful habits cannot be broken without replacing them with righteous habits. We cannot simply by our willpower do it. We must give Jesus the authority and power to enable us. Then secondly, we must begin to fill our lives and minds with God's thought from God's word, and he will pull down the other things. He will bring every thought, the Bible says, into captivity to Christ. What's the best time to, 
to take air out of a bottle, well, the best way, or the best way, I'm sorry, to take air out of a bottle, the best way is to fill it with water, and the air is all gone. And the, see, the, the best way to get sin out of your lives is to confess it and then to put into it the things of God. Every temptation or vice or wrong motive comes to us by our thoughts, and we have to change our thought patterns. And the only way we can change our thought patterns is to bring every thought into captivity to Christ, as Paul writes to the Corinthians. And to do that, it simply means that we ask him to think through us. We ask him. We meditate on his word. We let his word fill our minds. We let the things of God fill our hearts and minds, and the word becomes a safeguard against Satan's assaults. <clears throat> now, Satan will try to tell us that we're worthless and no good, but God says we're his child. We're special, and nothing can change that. He loved us so much he died for us. So transformation then is very important. And that results in the daily proving of the will of God. For he said that when we are when we don't conform to the world but we're transformed by the renewing of our minds, then then we are constantly proving God's will. And that happens when we make our choices, the choices he wants us to make. And we're being transformed from the, the inside out. When we do that, we prove that the will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. You see, one of the things that the devil does is to deceive us, to make us think that the will of God for us is bad, displeasing, and imperfect. That's like a, a young gal in her about 16 years ago. She's about 16 years old. She'd come to know Christ, and, and she said, Pastor, I just have one question. She said, now that I'm a believer, if I really want God to direct my life, you think that he will lead me to marry some ugly old, ma old man who's terrible? I said, no, you have a poor concept of God. See, if you trust God, he'll bring you to just the right person who will fulfill you, and you will become a better person because you have that person as your husband, and, and you all will grow together in Christ. You see, we, we have such weird concepts about the will of God. A lot of people think that God picks out the dirtiest, most terrible thing in all the world and says, now, that's what you will do with your life. No, God picks out the good for us. Romans 8, 28 says he's always working for good in everything that happens to us, even those difficult and bad things. He's working for our good. He's working to bring about what he calls his perfect and acceptable will of God. Years ago, when as a teenage boy, I dealt with, God dealt with me about being a preacher of the gospel. Now, I had some other plans. I had another vocation in mind. I loved athletics, and I loved sports, and I wanted to be a coach. And as a young boy, that kind of been my dream, to be a coach. And, and it's a very worthy profession. And if that's what God had wanted me to be, that would have been great. But I just debated it with the Lord because I couldn't see how I could ever enjoy being a preacher because I was timid and scared to speak in front of crowds. But I want to tell you today that I couldn't have been happier. All these years, it's just been a, such a joy to preach the gospel and share the gospel, I couldn't have lived a life of more joy, more contentment, more peace, more purpose than I've had. Why? Because God knew that. And God knew that he could take my life and he could use it for his glory, which surprises me every day to this day that he takes my life and uses it for his glory. I was not without flaw or failure. I had many. But he was a God of forgiveness and love and mercy, and he continued his process of transforming me, and he is still continuing that process even to this day. He is continuing 
to change my life from the inside out. And that's something he never stops doing. I just want to challenge you today to realize that if God leads you to do something, if God seems to be speaking to you in your heart about something, do what he says. Just step out. Step out and, and risk it all. Take chances because it will make a tremendous difference. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I hope you'll be with me. God bless you. Have a great day.